0: I tried everything in my power, but I cannot restore Korra's bending. But you're the best healer in the world. You have to keep trying. I'm sorry, there's nothing else I can do. Korra can still airbend, but her connection to the other elements has been severed. It's going to be all right,
1: no, it's not.
0: Flavio Hotman. Welcome to the Ember Island Podcast, the show where two fans of Avatar The Last Airbender and The Legend of Korra talk about every single episode. I'm Leslie and I'm Barbara and today we have reached the end of book one of Legend of Korra. We mm. are talking about book one chapter 12 end game. Oh boy what an end game it was. <laughs> yes. So yeah we should probably talk about spoilers first because okay. oh my god so, wait, there's gonna be a lot today.
1: Yeah so um we are spoiling the entirety of of book 1 of korra this means we are spoiling the ending <laughs> if you don't if you haven't seen the end stop here watch it things things happen we are uh, uh, uh we we are also assuming you have watched every single episode of avatar the the last airbender But you might not have watched future episodes of Korra, so we are only talking about book one ahead. Also, um, also no Marvel Endgame spoilers
0: either. (laughs) Yeah, but if you haven't seen or if you don't know what happens, yeah, if you don't know (laughs) what happens in Endgame, I don't know what rock you're living under. But you should watch it. Yeah, welcome to the land of the living, I guess. Uh,
1: (laughs) He killed Dumbledore, guys. Yeah. So, all right. We can lay out our siblings. It's fine. <laughs> yeah.
0: So the Netflix summary for this one is, Cora faces off with the mysterious leader of the Equalists as the war for Republic City comes to a head. Does she possess the power to beat him? Will said power just be given to her at random on a silver platter? I don't know. I guess we'll have to find out, won't we? <laughs> so it's not
1: a silver platter. You have to cry. Oh, you excuse have me, to right? It's to get mag- it.
0: Magic tears first. <laughs> magic, uh, maybe suicidal tears. We don't know. I mean, uh,
1: sometimes you just cry next to a cliff. Maybe that's her thing because yeah, that's kind of her thing. Uh-huh. It yeah, it is kind of her thing. <laughs> or maybe all right, so. Oh god, I don't <laughs> want to talk about this yet. I'm just
0: going to go and do it. Start I know I'm kidding instead. Okay. So, on the start, uh I'm not a fan of this finale. Never have been. And I feel like it actually got worse on rewatch for me in terms yeah. of what goes down in this finale. And it just it feel this episode feels like the culmination of all the problems I had with book 1 smashed together to yeah reaching its unsatisfactory payoff of this is what happens when you have poor pacing and not so great writing unfortunately so
1: they basically remember when we were talking about how like asami had nothing to do for the rest of the series they basically put in all like everything cool (laughs) about Asami into five minutes yeah (laughs) and if they just sprinkled some of that throughout the series maybe they could have saved her as a character
0: there's a lot of like I wish moments that I see when I'm watching this particular episode and it sucks and like unfortunately part of those are also just Oh, I wish it wasn't just a mini series at this point in time. Because it's important to remember for those of you who got introduced to the show, like you, just binging it. Oh, fuck, well, this is it. Yes. Yeah, we, no! just, Yeah. We just thought this was it. This was it. And like the creators at the time thought that it was only going to be 12 episodes. We, the audience at the time that season one was airing, only thought it was going to be a mini series and that was it. So if you take that into account, this ending is kind of crazy <laughs> in terms of narrative satisfaction or lack thereof so yeah uh, yeah i'm just disappointed i think there's some good moments in it but they're just overshadowed by how much better they could have been if they were paced out well
1: i i have said this before but it's weird the choices they make are weird yeah i i don't understand most of their most of their choices and 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 the things that they focus on, and the things that they like bring up. I mean, they gave us general Iroh at like yeah. the last few minutes,
0: and then they <laughs> he didn't disappoint. Made- to be honest, he, I don't think he disappointed.
1: Oh no 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 no! Um, he is. The coolest Uh, motherfucker ever.
0: (laughs) Where have you been? I forgot how cool he was. Holy
1: shit. (laughs) You are giving him to us the last three episodes, and um, you are focusing at least a third of this episode on him going from plane to plane, parkouring Um, in the air, being a fucking badass. This is so cool. I enjoyed it, but that's a choice.
0: Yeah. It's weird because this episode almost feels like if the finale of the previous show, uh, so like Sozin's comment, were all condensed from four episodes into like one. Because there's just so much that happens in the span of like 25 minutes that (laughs) was not really paced out earlier and is just a lot to process at, at once. So.
1: Is it bad if I say at least the lion turtle made sense?
0: Oh, um, that's a bit of a stretch, but I'm interested to hear. Comparatively
1: to magic suicide tears.
0: (laughs) Um, yeah, I can kind of see where you're coming from. That's that, yeah, I, I want to make it clear that as much as I love the original show's finale, the, the original show's finale was not perfect either, because Lion Turtle, yeah, Lion not gonna, yeah, so we can be fair, <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, but like, oh, it, yeah, it's, wh- it's, it's kind why of is the
1: show Lion Turtle apologists, you know,
0: <laughs> I don't know, okay,
1: <laughs> so, um,
0: yeah, so let's just start, because there's a lot. Um, okay, so we start off with the forgotten characters, aka Asami and Bolin and Naga and Pabu and Iroh. All go into yeah. We, Iroh. we will never forget Iroh. No, no, hashtag never forget. Uh yeah, so they're all going to the main hangar where the equalists are set up with all their planes so that they can go destroy yeah. the planes before they look. attack the next fleet of United Forces helmed by um General Booney or look, Commander Booney. Look, their secret
1: airfield right there.
0: Yup. Right yeah. There. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they walk up to it. There's nobody there. Hmm. There's some random posts that are just surrounding oh the perimeter. God. I have no A and there's Sommie. no guards.
1: Asami says, look at all these fence posts, but there's no <laughs> fence. <laughs>
0: and three two one they all get electrocuted it's pretty comical at this point i think somebody's getting electrocuted like once an episode these days and it's just like at least don't worry it'll be fine
1: getting knocked out it's like all of these people have brain damage
0: i know (laughs) yeah so they're incapacitated for a hot minute i really do mean a hot minute because it's very yeah uh maybe a minute minute. and a half yeah i don't to the point where i'm like what was the point of that but anyway so we cut to the rally that uh amon is hosting at the uh pro bending arena yes
1: but this is the moment where i didn't like amon
0: because he set up a fog machine (laughs) for the stage (laughs) I mean, you gotta have some fanfare, right? Get that, pump that smoke in, man. But it's like. I'd want the fog machine too if I were a leader of a terrorist group.
1: They had to have bought a fog machine to
0: fog up the stage. Yep. Like, what is this not? Some Somebody who was in charge of that, like, hey, we need you Make sure to get the fog, <laughs> the fog machine. machine. <laughs> and I also put down. Hey, we're gonna they had like a crazy good graphic design artist to make the posters for the equalist because like not gonna lie, his um his poster for the day on that stage looked very impressive. I thought it was good composition, the colors were bold, um, it looked good. <laughs> so shout out yeah. to the graphic designer and the intern who had to go get the poster and the fog machine respectively.
1: <laughs> he knows how to sell himself. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> We will talk about it more later. Branding Yes, he is branding he, himself. He branded himself. As their well. murder,
0: pun yep, intended. Like, mm-hmm, if Amon, mm-hmm, if Amon had a LinkedIn, it would be very solid. It would have, yeah. yep, yeah. very quick synopsis about a what is all that. Thousand connections. Oh, I know. <laughs> he'd have um, platinum status. Yep, he'd be great. Uh, yeah, so we're at this rally, and um, Amon starts giving his propaganda speech about how firebenders attacked his family and stuff and gave him a scar and all that jazz. And um Cora and Mako just <laughs> I guess I expected them to have a little bit more of a plan other than to just chill out at a balcony in there and be like, hey, Amon's a fraud. I mean, I didn't. He's yeah, a I... phony. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they just <laughs> they just yell from the rooftops. So not even yell. It's kind of funny how everybody can just magically hear them without a mic or anything that's
1: just projecting yeah
0: but again to be fair um Zuko at the end of book three gives a whole speech when he's um at his fire lord coronation to the masses without a mic too so (laughs) I guess they're all just really good at projecting (laughs) I don't know but but also the the back of the room doesn't doesn't have
1: to hear Zuko speak
0: they just have to know (laughs) when
1: to clap so
0: that's true <laughs> you don't want to hear his rousing speech about how um, they're going to work together and reach a, an era of peace and prosperity yeah. between all the nations. Yeah, but um, yeah, so Korra and Mako try to call out Amon. People are confused, and Amon's not even. Well, Amon flinches for a hot second, but no one can really see it. It's just, yeah. But Amon yeah. Uh, takes off his mask pretty casually. And he not only reveals that he's got a scar to match his firebender murder story, but he's also white now.
1: Yeah, why is he white? Why is he white?
0: (laughs) What happened? Did he get the facial uh, reconstruction surgery that his dad got? Except in addition, he he also got skin replacement. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what what happened?
1: I don't know. Later on, we see him... When his um when his fake scars just wash off with like the briefest touch of water, right? I'm oh um, like, are
0: you kidding? That's all it took. You're not gonna seal that, right? Also, you
1: um. It looks like he added prosthetics or something to this thing uh, where it so. not just. He had a very I good guess, makeup artist. stippled on mm-hmm. something earlier. Today. His makeup artist
0: was doing a great job. Um, yeah.
1: Um. Which, I. I didn't understand this entire thing because you can still be a waterbender, but get burned by a firebender. Yeah. How Why? How he... does that not
0: go why together? He... Right. Is
1: it because he's why... white?
0: Yeah. Why is he white? Seriously. I'm like, why, <laughs> why is he white? white? It was <laughs> bugging me.
1: <laughs> oh my God, Karen. You can't ask the... people Wait. why they're
0: white. Why the... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! He gets
1: darker later. I don't <laughs> get it. Maybe he's powdering his face to Maybe, appear more Earth Kingdom.
0: I don't know. I I'm genuinely confused. I'm like, what yeah, happened? Was a mask. Yeah, I I literally wow. yeah. It's like I literally just saw a flashback episode like an episode ago where he was clearly a person of color. <laughs> so don't know what happened there. <laughs> yeah.
1: But anyway, um. Um, Cora's like, uh, Aban is a waterbender and a bloodbender, and his and his father was Yakone. Yeah, and his brothers, com- Councilman Tarlock, and then people are just like, "Yeah, right?
0: What? Yeah, okay? cool. Uh huh. Yep. So you know, he removes his mask, and uh, that corroborates his story that he's been using." And Mako and Korra are confused, like, this wasn't part of our plan, or back thereof, because they don't really have a plan. Like,
1: I don't get it, because you could have been attacked by a firebender and still be all of those things.
0: Sure. I don't yeah, understand. Was, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so that's going on. And then on top of that, apparently, Amon has somehow managed to capture Tenzin and his kids. How? How? Like, I mean, Korra Cora says it right. We saw them get away. What happened? What did we miss? Did I miss something? I was like genuinely thinking maybe I missed the point where yeah. they got like captured at some point and I just wasn't paying attention. But I I, I thought that I missed a, another
1: last time. Oh, Cora. Yeah. where they just did a whole thing Yeah. Because oh, so they mean, were captured. Lynn
0: straight up it. sacrifices herself in that past episode to make sure they get off to safety and I thought they did. What happened?
1: Yeah, and um, why is the crowd happy about chaining up children? Yeah, (laughs) I mean, okay, Councilman Councilman Tenzin. Sure, he's a he's a grown ass man. Yeah, his children under the age of ten in chains on stage.
0: Yeah, this is a toddler
1: in chains. Uh What's this?
0: Yeah, how weird, right? I and don't then, know. Yeah, and then what? Apparently, Tenzin's wife and her and their new baby are just in prison somewhere. Yeah, what happened? Like, what did I miss? Moment. I'm like, it just feels I like a huge it. plot hole. I don't know how this happened. Yeah. So um,
1: remember the at least sixty five minutes that they have been um been up spending on on this dove love this dumb love triangle. They like could have spent two minutes showing them g- getting getting captured
0: yeah Um, exactly exactly so
1: also um um my boyfriend spoiled something for me this episode where he was like yeah something really really terrible happens it is like the darkest shit ever so when i saw the kids (laughs) oh no i was really (laughs) concerned episode for a minute
0: and i was like oh no they can't take away the oh, baby yeah uh, this isn't uh, no yeah That's i'd say nickelodeon not- wouldn't let them yeah like i'd say nickelodeon wouldn't let them do that but that said there there's one moment in particular later in this episode that i'm like oh my God. whoa <laughs> nickelodeon how do they get away with that so t- kind of two minutes Woo. also it's in yeah, yeah, so um so while we're also confused as to how they got captured. Yeah. <laughs> we cut back to the other captured group. So Asami Bowen and Iro are temporarily captured. Sato tries to talk to Asami to get her back on his side one more time. Asami's not having it. Apparently somehow Sato Se- also intercepted the message that they sent out to Bumi <sighs> in the previous episode. Which doesn't matter. I don't matter. know how. I don't know when. Again, it doesn't yeah, matter. how, when. Right, and it also doesn't matter. Exactly. And you know what? A good section of this doesn't matter because two seconds later, Naga and Pabu come in and rescue them and then they're out. So, like, what was the point of this whole sequence of them getting electrocuted and then getting stuck in the prison and then Asami having to talk with her dad that she ultimately ends up having anyway later, like, five minutes later when she's in a big the daddy tank? Yeah. <laughs> Why did we need... Uh, what, know. what was the point of just so, these five minutes <laughs> yeah so
1: here um here um sado's like let's be a family again and then um, uh, um asami says mom would hate you for, for for what you've become and and they and these are very good lines but they have the exact conversation later
0: yeah exact it, it's near exact like we don't learn anything new from either side of their conflict mm-hmm. in between the two conversations so yeah no. you could have merged okay. the two um, yeah, um
1: general iroh asks bolin if he can if, if he can metal bend and it's like apparently bolin's the
0: only earthbender who can't <laughs> um or the only earthbender can. we've seen in this show i guess so far
1: yeah but naga can <laughs> Naga yeah. comes
0: yeah. In Naga and comes she, in
1: and she metal bends the door
0: yeah. with
1: her with her mm-hmm. fists and so her they're side. out
0: so yep. Yeah. so they were electrocuted and captured for like a whole 30 seconds just to come back out so I don't really know what the what purpose of that was you know, um, um yeah so on their way out uh Asami gets in a big daddy and Ira starts yeah. to hijack a plane like a badass with some fire oh jetpack action I do over here. Care,
1: but this is dumb. I love it. <laughs> oh, I
0: fucking love it. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Um I... also,
1: um, before we just talk about Iro, I really like how Asami was like, was like, oh wow, this is just like a forklift. Because because Barbara was like, how the fuck do you know how to drive that Asami?
0: <laughs> they did explain that point. That's something. At
1: the, at the exact moment that I was right? like. We're doing this now?
0: I love that that's the one that they explain how... Um, like, how, how do they know that? <laughs> like, not not how did they capture Tenzin and his family and stuff, or, or not how did they intercept a very important message to the United Forces, but, <laughs> yeah, here's how Asami knows how to pilot a big daddy.
1: How did they intercept it? Because Because <sighs> weren't, like, the... I guess what maybe like they the already... underground commune people on their own? Yeah, I thought it's they were, like, a detached place?
0: from the network or something. Maybe, I guess not. Like, I don't know. Whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so let me cut back to the rally. And, I mean, again, this is all very quick, too. So did we need this whole Airbender capturing sequence? I mean, obviously, Amon is kind of using Tenzin and his family as bait to get Corda. Come fight them. So Korra and Mako do this cool like parkour firewall move. That's very like Zuko. esque just give me. Oh, very Zuko. Yeah, to go save the Airbenders. Um, yeah, so they save them pretty quickly, and then they all run yeah, off. I, like, I guess in the backstage area of the arena space. Yeah, and um,
1: I I don't know why they did this other than to be like Amon should die later. It's fine. Irredeemable, just like Ozai. <laughs> Kill him. It's cool.
0: Yeah. Uh It was just weird. I I don't know. Like I understand you need some reason to bait him, but let's be honest at this point. Like I feel like Korra would take whatever bait, or maybe no bait at all, to go face him because that's what her why, game plan was anyway. So why does
1: it have to be all of the Airbenders? Also, why? I like okay. The crowds of the crowds a puppet crowd. We know this, um, yeah. basically because they don't do anything and they don't really react. Yeah. But, but there's limits to things. <laughs> like, like they might be revolutionary rebels, but but you have a but you have babies in chains up there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I don't think people would be cool with that. No,
0: it, you know, I mean, some of them have to have nice. like standards. <laughs>
1: It right? would have been nice to see Amon's followers start to turn on him. Though. Right?
0: There's got to be a couple people who were, like, just... Are all of the non Regular civilians. Heartless start- evil? Right? No. Like, apparently, they're all... Like, this is giving non-benders a really bad name. We don't have good representation of non-benders to begin with. And on top of that, apparently, they're all cool with... Um, baby killing? Kill- yeah, baby killing. Or taking away bending, in this case. <laughs> Yay. I
1: mean, you haven't done it on a kid. I would just assume... We- you are going to kill the kid by accident.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that's been tested yet. So.
1: The vaccine doesn't work. (laughs) under 12.
0: We haven't tested it yet. Yeah. Or they are, and we just haven't come to a conclusion on it yet, I guess, as of this recording. I don't know. But, yeah, so, they all run off. Amon's chasing after them. They, okay, Kor and Mako create like this firewall at some point, but then like Amon's like able to cut through it somehow. He, like he just jumps through it. All right, <laughs> I guess he has like fireproof armor or something. Oh, no. Are we I... that, or maybe he's like a secret avatar in disguise? Are we sure he's not the avatar? Because the dude's OP. <laughs> yeah i
1: I thought that since the big reveal that he can. That he can blood bend subtly enough that when he's fighting people, he like blood bends them in such a way that their bending fails, or that they like bend something they shouldn't, or they just move in his way. I thought we would have anything like that this episode, and it never happens.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But he like jumped. But he jumped through fire. Cool. Parkour yeah. parkour. Uh huh. Hardcore parkour.
0: Yeah, so uh Kor and Mako end up in, like, I guess the storage area or whatever, and they end up... Yeah. Okay. Well, they do that thing that you see in horror movies where they, like, hide and they're, like, uh. holding their breath or whatever, and, you know... And then she and... gasps,
1: and, and then, like, yeah. the guy found her!
0: Yeah. <laughs> Y'all, don't do this. If, if you see them leave, wait a good, I don't know, minute, if you can hold it, and then you can breathe, and then you can exhale. <laughs> Yeah. So whatever. So they get found out. Um Cora gets bloodbended or Cora and Mako get blood and then Cora gets her bending taken away. Yeah. How did how did you feel about this?
1: Oh, um, so um in the moment I was like, oh wow, the avatar's done now. This is it. <laughs> yeah. This is their finale. Long, long live, I don't know, industrialization. Is that what the show is trying to tell me? As as like the show went on, I started in the background thinking, "Oh, well, like we don't actually need a avatar anymore because we have cell phones." I think, i I think that is what they are they are going to talk about. How like the time of the avatar is done we we just need normal people to step up and just people can people can gain the resources to do things themselves. We like, like we don't need magic, glowy water or bending powers. Of course that did not happen. (laughs) We do need magic, glowy water. (laughs) Um, Yeah.
0: That kind of an interesting idea. I have things to say about it too, but I'm waiting until the, the piss me off moment happens in a, in a couple yeah. minutes um
1: so but i but i was very concerned oh yeah
0: i mean i think i, I was definitely shocked when this happened oh like, yeah Shit, okay well <laughs> i don't know how we get out of this one. Oh boy how we get out of this one so uh yeah anyway we cut back to cooler stuff aka iro plane hijacking Something action
1: from planes
0: yeah. he's
1: the best why isn't this show about him
0: oh my god going he's a around freaking baller
1: sometimes when he, can, mm-hmm. when he can get away from his kids god,
0: god the adults in this show the adults are killing it on yeah. this show why,
1: why are uh, people under the age of 20 even in this show
0: yes yeah, hear this I just want to see the adults do, do stuff yes Oh my god, so Iro is a freaking badass, starts taking down planes left and right, going on his fire jetpacks, um, and eventually he takes c- control of one of the planes, and he symbolically crashes it into um, the Aang statue Amon. that has an Amon mask Please. on it, and yeah, the mask comes off, and um, and he's like, thanks for looking out for me, Aang. I'm like, uh. aww. <laughs> Oh gosh, and that's the last we see of. Um, well, no, I think Irish shows up in the end. end in the end,
1: yeah, yeah. He's but
0: great, yeah. For me, this was my highlight of the episode. Just badass. Yeah, it's. <laughs> uh,
1: you are giving us a fantastically interesting character in the last moment. I
0: want to know more. I want to know more about what's going on in the Fire Nation. I want to know about what's clearly the kick-ass spawn of Zuko. Cause I mean, if all of them are like Iro, jeez, uh, Myronation's Nation's in good hands.
1: <laughs> also, um, I just want him and Lynn to have a conversation.
0: Oh yeah, too bad. Talk to each other, sure. same mm-hmm. room. Solid. Oh my god. Hmm. Maybe throw in Boomy too, because after you mentioned that, I bet that that uh, Iro and Boomy are probably like BFFs. Like I'm here best for friends. it, and I need that in my life. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um it is um, it is yeah. a definite oh okay, so we only see Boomy for a moment at the end of the show.
0: But like yet again. <laughs> it's like the why greatest no intro Again, just a two second intro for him. And that's it tells you everything you need to know about that character. <laughs> yeah,
1: just like why we got it. <laughs> why do we get these like milk toast people when we could be kidding Boomy uh. and I and Hyrule and Lynn. Just... <laughs> yeah. And Tenzin. And Tenzin, too. Tenzin's Tenzin. great. Mm-hmm.
0: I love Tenzin. Yeah. Oh, gosh. If only they put that same energy into the, or engagement into the teens. So, yeah, we go back to Asami Bowen and Naga versus Sato and the Big Daddies. So it's now Big Daddy versus Real Daddy as. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, as Asami and Bolin tag team to take Sato down, Sato gives the same speech about, you know, how can you side with these people who killed your mother? And then Asami's like, yeah, you clearly don't love her anymore because you're just filled uh, with hate, aka stuff yeah. we have already heard before. And then. Um, you
1: don't feel love for mom anymore. You're too full of hatred.
0: Yeah. So <laughs> Bolin comes and helps her take down Sato. Asami, Mr. Sato,
1: you are a horrible father. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, So it all happens pretty quickly. Asami looks like she's considering taking out Sato, but obviously she doesn't. And she's like, "Yeah, you really are a horrible father." And then her and Bullen walk away, and that's the end of that. So, hope you were satisfied.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know. So, like. like the whole thing of of, of, of of like um the dad being 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 like i can't save you and then like trying to kill the daughter but then like asami is just so good and she can't kill his and she can't kill her dad so then like the dad tries tries to hurt her more and then like runs away is very overdone. yeah so it's basically a trope mm mm-hmm. mhm and it and I don't, so if this is the ending to um, uh, to um, Asami's arc, what does it do and what does it tell us? And it does nothing and it tells us nothing.
0: Yeah, just, I don't know. It just feels hollow in part because I don't think Asami was written as well as she could have been slash, I mean, she was basically ignored for the greater mako Korra, love triangle plot and stuff and she's just kind of put to the side so like i don't know yeah she's she's Uh, sad
1: she's used as a as a basically ornament and she's just there to just look on Mm -hmm. to to this happening i don't i don't i don't know there is there it is just a thing Where like, I like Asami in theory, but I don't know really why she's.
0: I know I want to like Asami so badly in this season, and like I'm going to be interested to see how my opinions change or don't change about her as we as I go and rewatch these upcoming seasons because I genuinely don't remember a lot of what she was up to. (laughs) Not going to (laughs) lie, so
1: yeah. does she make out with like Bolin for a bit? Because it seems like that is what they want. You
0: know, <laughs> I, because
1: they talked.
0: That's true. And the like, are like, well, we have to have them do something.
1: Marco.
0: Yeah, it's true. His brother,
1: Mako and Korra are like top tier A, and then like leftovers should like get together too, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Which yeah, you got the leftover I hate. I don't know. Um,
1: why does everyone have to be pairing up? I know. Why did why why did Harry marry Ginny? Why 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 couldn't he marry Karen or something, or 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 just Maggie or just some other person we don't know? But it I don't know. Yeah, um, I feel like we could have explored a lot more. And 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 the way that they gave us Asami was very hollow. Mm-hmm. And I am looking forward to seeing better and 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 just more of her because if they know that they are going to have time to really flesh out all of these characters maybe they will start to give them arcs and start to give them through like through threads and things to do um
0: yeah maybe
1: Olin will be able to do something
0: yeah and yep yeah, because uh also justice for Bolin alongside Asami like Bolin like his brother they started out interesting and strong and, and strong yeah I thought they were introduced well and then it's just like oh yeah the writers just sort of forgot about Bolin and just used him as a, a the joke spewing body <laughs> essentially I'm
1: so way, yeah, yeah. He is very Ember Island Sokka where he's just there to do the punchline. And it's very unfortunate because Bolin is his own person.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know he definitely gets more to do in book two. And I remember that stuff being funny, definitely. I don't remember if there was any more depth to it necessarily, but I remember I mean maybe. Did he could... start
1: spouting out haikus? No
0: nah, I'm not I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> His subplot on is kind of funny.
1: Oh, 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 okay. So he learns how to bake bread and also haikus. <laughs> Got it.
0: Sadly, no, I, I didn't see any other haiku bouncers. In haiku uh, clubs. Boom. Oh, God. Yeah, so so we cut back to the A-plot at the rally again. And um, like at this plot. point... Uh, I don't want to call it the A-plot. Uh, yeah let's call it the the plot well the plot that the writers want us the main plot the main plot so um his amon's right hand man shows up during all of this and yeah and realizes that um he's a bloodbender just a bender he's like my life is a lie you betrayed me uh so he tries to attack amon to no avail that's ending his story i guess i don't know um so Mako is somehow able to resist the blood bending, somehow, and yeah. electrocutes Amon in order to save Korra. So Mako starts running away with Korra. Um, Amon stops Mako and Korra and starts bloodbending them again. He's about to take away Mako's bandane. And, but the power- and
1: this is where, well, this <laughs> Here is, we go. This is where I really liked it, because Mako just drops Korra, and it's very frightening. Yeah, okay, it is genuinely
0: kind of scary. Like, I I am biased because I knew going in that I'm about to be pissed off. But uh-huh. if I can recall watching this for the first time, yeah, this was kind of scary. I mean, bloodbending doesn't look cool to begin with. I mean, it looks cool, but, like, it looks scary. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, yeah, because they're in a very vulnerable position right now. So, um, yeah, just when... Amon's about to take away, Makos bending. Korra sees what's happening, and through the power of love, <laughs> maybe, uh, magically gives Korra the ability to airbend. Yeah, but only airbend. What what's the? F- okay, here we go. So, what the fuck? What what the fuck? This this is when on my first watch of this, I I was. This, it was starting to lose me. I was like, what? How? No. Are, are you kidding me? The, this? How is this the culmination of everything that Korra was being set up to learn throughout this season? I, you know, such as patience. Yeah. You know, things like patience, being like a leaf, not fighting head on in order to, how does that all correlate to Korra doing a, Last minute or just desperate punch <laughs> movement, which gives her airbending. How? How I do we would get here?
1: Fine with it. If there was any inkling that she could airbend, she just didn't believe in herself. Yeah, it's but just <sighs> none of that. It it is basically yeah. So um. Before, I, I, I couldn't airbend, and then you dropped me on the ground, and now I can?
0: Yeah, and, or like, I guess she's desperate to save the one she loves, which is how she gets or, the airbending, but like, she already loved people, like, I don't understand, that wasn't her issue. Or maybe if they
1: had Magic Ang just, like, appear to her for a moment, and then it's like, now she can airbend? I would I still know. be upset. I, I would still
0: be upset. Yeah, it's just, it's insulting to me that like this whole time when we we're talking about how aggressive Cora needs to learn how to be calm, how to be calmer, patient, and, you know, be more diplomatic about things instead of just facing things head on. And the way she gets airbending is symbolically portrayed through an actual punch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which is the exact opposite of what she was trying to learn this whole time, I thought. And I just, uh, it, it really bugs me. It just goes against a lot of what thematically Cora was trying to learn about in order to grow as a person. And I don't know, maybe if this, this could have been better if like somehow they rewrote this to be like the front half of this Amon versus Korra battle is like an actual fight then Cora realizes she's not going to be able to beat him head on. So instead she either a gets smart and does something clever or B um, sits down and somehow manages to win the day through diplomacy of some kind, AKA things that she was trying to learn or that were set up of things that she was, that we thought we were, that she was going to learn at the start of this yeah. season.
1: Or, or maybe she's like, you know what? I I can't do this. I am not powerful enough. I need to be able to access the avatar state. I need to to be in touch with my spiritual side because I'm not large enough to do this by myself.
0: Yeah. It's like, in many ways, it kind of reflects the what I feel is a cop out in the book three finale where- and just magically gets the ability to remove people's bending because of the fact that it wasn't really set up. It feels like a cop out to me because it meant that ultimately Ang didn't really have to make a decisive decision. He kind of got this loophole compromise, which kind of goes against his whole character and what he was going through. So (laughs) the two, the two shows suffer from the main, from not knowing how to conclude their main character's arc in a satisfactory manner I guess um yeah so it really it really does bother me that that's how it's addressed and if you consider the fact that this at the time was again only going to be 12 episodes chaos, I'm not good
1: I I just feel like her gaining airbending through desperation doesn't have the same triumph
0: no it doesn't feel earned
1: anything
0: did yeah oh, man <laughs> exactly it's like i'm desperate to get an a on an exam but you know if i didn't study for it then psh, i don't know if that's gonna happen you know <laughs> did you cry magic tears uh you know i, I yeah i'm pretty sure i cried some tears in college and, magic tears? And, Mm-hmm. i I cried some magic tears still so didn't get the A I wanted. <laughs> yeah um so yeah it, it really bothers me and it just goes against thematically what they were trying to do with the character i feel that and also brings up the question even more. How does blood bending take away bending? Because Korra got her bending regardless. So what? Does this have to do with like block chakra of some kind or no, like? No, because it would block all of the
1: bending. <laughs> I don't get it. I th- I thought that the big reveal was was just going to be yeah. So um, you didn't actually take away her bending because you can't because she's the avatar. Fuck you. But it wasn't. Yeah, you're no. three out of four of the bendings, like you're yeah. taking away three of three of <sighs> the colors in in someone's
0: like crayon box. Yeah, I'm what? just like, what? Were they like? <laughs> are there just like four wings of the body that represent a different element? And like, because the air one was like blocked off or something, or not visible to him because she hadn't well, learned it yet, <laughs> he was just able to block I mean, off three of them.
1: I don't know. There are seven chakras and they all correspond to a different element. But but all of the chakras work together for for bending and 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 to actually reach the avatar state. So um so I um, remember in in Avatar how how Ang basically went on that spiritual journey to 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 uh, um unblock his chakras. So that he could reach the avatar state more fully. Um, yeah. It is it is the same thing where where like I thought that he was blocking one of their chakras and you 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 using like blood bending and just making it inaccessible to them so so then they can't bend anymore. Um I don't know, maybe that is, maybe it's just magic glowy glowy magic.
0: Um Maybe, I don't know. And for people thinking that like if you have a a climax that is less about fighting and more about like talking or diplomacy and stuff, uh, they had a they had a full episode in Wanda the original v- show, <laughs> huh? Did did, did
1: did did you watch Wandavision? Oh because, god! Um, spoiler alert! Started. There were there there are two different fights. One of them's an actual fight and one of them's diplomacy. And you care about the diplomacy one a lot more. Yeah.
0: I did not give a shit about the light battle fight that happens in every superhero movie. I just,
1: we just care about the boat.
0: Yeah. I don't care about the, I care about the boats, but um, on that similar note, just remember there was a full episode in the season finale book two of the original show of just Aang sitting down with a guru talking about chakras, that was the episode, yeah. and that was like one of the best episodes in the show, in my opinion. Just them talking about how the body works and how the mind works and how he can unlock the Avatar state. Like,
1: yeah, we finally learned about bending.
0: Yeah, it's like it's not like this is a taboo thing to like have a high point of your show be just two people sitting down and having a conversation like of some kind, or just something that doesn't involve just straight up fighting. I, cause yeah. I
1: want to say that the best parts of Avatar have all been people sitting down and Yeah. Fighting. Just sitting down
0: chatting. You're right. You're absolutely right. Every
1: like, single, every single moment that we gush about is just two people talking.
0: Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There's great fight sequences that are some of my favorite stuff too, but like, you know, you think of Zuko asking Iroh for forgiveness, Zuko going to confront his dad, Aang sitting with the guru. Um, where's some other, other good ones? Aang talking
1: to Zuko after Zuko
0: saves him as the blue spirit and yeah and
1: Aang questioning whether they could whether they could be friends. Um mm-hmm. Zuko, who is in all of these? I'm sorry. Zuko talking to Katara. Yeah. Uh, 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 about their missing and or dead parents. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, um, freaking um freaking I'm tales talking
1: of to Toph? Yeah.
0: Freaking tales of Bossing Say. The whole episode.
1: Everything <laughs> Everything
0: in Tales of Bossing Say.
1: Oh gosh. Tales Tales of Oppa? <laughs> oh so, Tail, uh, of Appa. oh <laughs> that god. whole episode. Oh no. Which, yes, they, they they weren't talking, but it's like oh, they were talking. No. Yeah. Oh, so sad. The beach the Storm, our favorite episode. Yeah, right. All
0: so, it's not like they, not they couldn't money. have done this. Yeah, it's not like they couldn't have done this because we would have been engaged clearly. But that's not what happens here and it annoys me because ugh, it's just it's just not satisfying. So, anyway, moving on from that rant. One of like two many. more rants, one I'm going to have another rant. Yeah. <laughs> so, um at this point or just air punches him on into the water and like has him crash through like the back of the arena and he falls in the water. And yeah. in that his very non-waterproof face paint <laughs> comes off.
1: Yeah, what's this?
0: Yeah. To reveal are you,
1: are you gonna sweat behind that mask? Right. You spent all of that time to put on this makeup that initially looked like prosthetics because it looked like his Yeah. His lips and his nose were heavily like were were like more than just stippled on some makeup. It looked like he he had actual like burn damage. And I don't know, it's weird. Then he's perfectly fine.
0: Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, and um um uh uh the the makeup just slowly floats away. In just calm water, as he's sinking down, and uh, yeah, it, even like even like the like slipperiest lipstick or or just foundation will not just float away like that.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, so so everyone yeah,
1: and he- is yelling because just the evil avatar punched this like poor scarred man out into out into the sea
0: yeah and uh not only is it revealed that he's a pretty attractive looking hot white guy <laughs> why is he white seriously why is he white I, I, I uh, mean, he,
1: he is still a bit more tan than he was
0: before no nah, he's still pretty white
1: <laughs> I, I mean he is pretty white
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh yep yeah. so obviously he water bins himself out of there uh, so it's pretty clear to most of the public at the at this point that he's been lying this entire time, and he's actually a bender. And so, Which dumb. Whole, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Why did you
1: water bend so spectacularly? You couldn't have gotten <laughs> up to the top. Uh,
0: so um, basically, oh. his whole revolution is falling apart at this point. And um, yeah, so I mean, Cora doesn't really catch him. Nobody really catches him. He runs off and ends up going back to where Tarlock's still at and um oh um b- before this um uh,
1: um um after af- after he runs away Cora just hugs Mako oh yeah okay Like
0: oh um, it's
1: fine we're yeah. we're good now
0: yeah yep so um yeah so Amon goes to see Tarlock. Tarlock regrets not running away with Amon when they were kids and uh Probably for a number of reasons. One, probably because he feels partially responsible for what happened with his brother. Like, maybe if he was Absolutely. there to begin with, like, none of this would have happened and the two of them wouldn't have been corrupted by their their dad as much as they were. And well, the two had each other's backs.
1: Yeah, it seems like, looking back, Tarlock, Tarlock was the conscience of both of the boys. And Noah Tuck, only did certain things for his brother and without his brother being there he just did things only for himself
0: yeah so um it's sad but in this case amon offers tarlock once again the opportunity to run away from all this together and tarlock accepts so as they're doing that we cut back to oh,
1: um, uh, he says please you're all i have left in the world
0: Aww. yeah so um after that we cut back to uncle boomy the team avatar yeah and uncle, specifically uncle boomy um Bolin makes a tone-deaf comment about well we should got your ear bending um yeah so nobody's happy but the audience is happy because uncle boomy is here <laughs> he's only boomy. on screen for like two seconds but just oh. his yell at the top of the ship just tells you everything you need to know about yeah, the character. So,
1: um, uh, I don't know, listener, if you have seen the terrible movie Justice League, but I did for my birthday a few years ago and got really.
0: Drunk we're talking the about the non. We're we're talking about the non Snyder cut, just for reference.
1: Well, well, both of them are like pretty bad. Um, but um, I, I but, didn't watch um, the Snyder I saw, cut, so I have no idea. Yeah, but. I saw the original in the theaters. And um, um that one moment reminded me of my favorite part of that movie where just Aquaman is is just standing on on this storming pier, drinking down a bottle of rum as quickly as he can to rock music. Just yeah! 100 <laughs> percent that energy. Yeah. Really, really <laughs> present Mike screaming, having fun.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Boomy seems like the best uncle ever.
1: Boomy and Boomy and 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 Iro give me like Kyoya and and just Tamaki vibes from Oran High School Host Club. (laughs) Yeah. Just like one of them is just insufferable and then the other one just deals with it. Yeah. But like don't say anything bad about about either of them when the other one's in your shot.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Like,
0: oh no, they yeah, to be honest,
1: my head canons may never come true. Um they might never talk in this show.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a real possibility. Mm-hmm. So it sucked uh, you know watching this under the guise of this is the last episode uh supposedly where you're like, oh, man, this guy seems cool, but this is all we're going to get of him. Yes, <laughs> um, he's,
1: like, the best. Yeah,
0: the good news is he does become a recurring character in uh, Hell yeah, the later Uncle seasons. yeah, Uncle Yeah, so Uncle Boomy gets to stay. He's great. I like Uncle Boomy. Yeah. Uh, I like most of the adults on the show, <laughs> in case oh, yeah. we I haven't really said it enough. So funny. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So then we cut back to um, <laughs> Tarlock and Amon boating away. <laughs>
1: Okay. Oh, boy.
0: So,
1: so, I called this. The second I saw that speedboat, I was like, this is a murder speedboat. This is a
0: murder <laughs> speedboat. It's
1: He's going to push him off. I didn't know what was exactly going to happen. But I was 100% like, this is a this,
0: murder speedboat. This was epic. Like, You
1: know, the implication.
0: Oh, my God. I don't know how the hell Bright got away with this, but. <laughs> oh,
1: no, this. This, this was
0: not subtle. No. This is just- yeah, so they're chilling. The two pros are chilling in the boat. And Noah talk, a.k.a. Amon, is talking about how them running away will just, and starting a new life will be just like the good old days. And yeah. Tarlok's like, yeah, sure, uh-huh, as he proceeds to take one of the um, Infinity Gauntlets and removes the gas cap <laughs> on the boat. Yeah. And I then... Love-
1: I love the way that the that the camera kept on like going between, but be, going between the hand and 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 Amon. just mm-hmm. back and forth, <laughs> just, yeah. yeah.
0: And Let's then um, yeah. So basically, it's a murder suicide. Holy shit! Ah, <laughs> uh, it's a murder suicide. I don't know how they got away with it, but I'm here for it. I think this the implication. is... implication, yeah like it's fucked up I'm here for it. Uh, I thought this is a this was a satisfying ending to these two I felt like it's sad it's it makes sense though it, yeah it makes sense like you know going back and forth as to the many reasons why Tarlock chooses to do this um like it could be for a number of things one to atone for his and Noah talks mis- mistakes in the past and maybe he felt like this was the only way out of it two. Because he realizes that the two of them would still be miserable, especially now that they don't really have a purpose at the moment. Three, to keep history from repeating themselves. I mean, they're essentially running away in the same way that their dad did after he did all the shit they did in order to start a new life of revenge. And um, I think Tarlok also thinks that Noatak is not going to back down from this quest for revenge um, despite this loss. So yeah, he felt this was the only way out.
1: I think that there is also so um so um Yakon failed in his in his quest for revenge and he realized he failed after he was defeated. I think that the same the same sort of thing happened to Tarlok where just history repeated itself. Tarlok who whose face has been out there as a as a as a politician whose face and name is is just given to these events he doesn't have a future without becoming his dad he would have to change his face change his name and run off somewhere he would not be able to start over the way that amon could That Noah top could because his face is there. And, and, and I think part of it is that Tarluck can't go on without becoming his father. And that's, and, and that seems like the worst thing that could ever happen to him. And, and, and there is part of that thing of by, by his absence, by, by him not going with his brother, he might have helped create this monster. That it wasn't just his, that it wasn't just his yeah. dad that fed this. It no, was I think he feels his own inaction,
0: which mm-hmm. I, course, I am not blaming
1: it. him for not controlling someone else. But, but that's a real guilt that someone can feel.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, but ultimately, I thought it was a very sad but satisfactory way to close these two out. I really liked, um, you know, we're gonna talk, we're gonna recap all of book one yes. next time, but um, yeah, I really liked Tarlock especially throughout this season. Um,
1: he was understandable.
0: Yeah, like I thought, I thought Tarlock was a, a pretty well done villain. Like, he I had, wish some of nuance. the main characters got that sort of nuance. That Tarlok got,
1: yeah, but. he was real, and he wasn't just destroying the moon. Amon, Amon's goals were so loft, were, were were so lofty, and you never saw his view of himself. You you only saw Amon through Tarlok. You only saw the good in Amon through through Tarlok because. Tarlock missed that boy while amon probably scorns that boy mm mm-hmm. and it's and just Tarlock's a very well done villain Amon is very scary but I would say Tarlock's better
0: yeah I think of the two Tarlock is the more engaging villain to me but honestly um, yeah so if this season did one thing right uh I thought they did a good job with their villains, or more oh, or
1: less. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Yeah. Oh, um, I I just want everyone to know that in my notes, I just wrote Noah talk and Tarlock on, on on a murder speedboat, and then just in parentheses, do it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yay, murder boats.
1: parentheses, the implication, <laughs> which um. <laughs> Which um um is a is a always sunny <laughs> reference about going on a boat with anyone. Nice. <laughs> the the implication is that you need to do whatever they ask them to, or else they are just going to kill you <laughs> on that boat.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Yep. So
1: <laughs> after that,
0: <laughs> after the audience is reeling and looks at the Y seven rating at the top of their Nickelodeon. <laughs> Channel screen. Wait, this is Y7. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Oh gosh. We have to, I am
1: looking this. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> there's no way. Uh there's a hundred percent no way.
0: Shoot. I think it was white. Um it's it like Y7. It is-
1: it is is twelve plus. It's for twelve year olds.
0: But that's not that's not that's American not a real thing. ratings. Or yeah. what was it like? What's the American equivalent of that? Uh,
1: probably Y seven.
0: I think it was Y seven.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like Hunchback did it. It's fine.
0: That's true. That is true. Isn't
1: <laughs> yeah? No, isn't Hunchback PG?
0: Oh no, it's, or rated, is G. It G? it's okay. rated G. It's rated G. Songs about lust. Rated G, baby. Uh, yeah, um,
1: it's your fault that I
0: am going to murder you. <laughs> but I won't murder you if you sleep with me. Yeah. Oh, God. It's Rated fine. G. It's, it's cool. It's fine. So, um, yeah, so we cut back to the, I guess everybody just went to the Southern Water Tribe at this point. And um, Katara is unfortunately unable to restore Cora's bending. That's it. Why not? It doesn't matter though. Why? Because like, she's a powerful waterbender too. Like she's probably one of the most powerful waterbenders in the world. And like, whatever happened with this bloodbending no, stuff, they it's just, say like, so... that
1: she's the best healer ever.
0: Yeah. But yeah. They straight up say she's the best healer ever. And on top of that, she's just an excellent waterbender anyway. And somehow she's not able to reverse this waterbending bending blockage that Amon did what uh, what did it do? do?
1: How did it how
0: does it
1: work? <laughs> and then like later, how does just believing in yourself and not and and not jumping off a cliff make oh, it all come back?
0: God, I don't know. Yeah, so we'll get to that. Yep. So um Katara breaks the bad news. Um I think Tenzin's like it's gonna be alright Cora.
1: I don't Bye.
0: know. It seems like it's not going to be good. No. Yeah, Cora's um, like no, it's not. So Cora walks out the door. Mako tries <laughs> to catch Mako up.
1: Follows her like a
0: dick. <laughs> <laughs> so Mako catches up her have a cry! No, he needs to confess. Let her cry near a cliff! He needs to confess his love. Oh yeah, I hated this. Oh god, Hated this. Yeah. Uh, so he tries to confess his undying love. Not even thinking about Forasami. that's just chilling oh, once again. Um, um I,
1: so i legitimately like scoff laughed before he said i love you cora i know
0: it's
1: like what
0: i know <laughs> yeah so he reaches out cora pushes mako away
1: i can't <sighs> yeah know, um, um um mako's here
0: for you um,
1: uh, um cora 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 tells tells him to to um go away to republic city and this is the moment I realized that they were in the South Pole. <laughs> I don't know why.
0: Where did <laughs> like, you think they were the whole time?
1: I don't know. It was snowing in Republic City. I thought that maybe they brought Katara there instead of bringing everyone else to Katara. You know, ergonomics. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but um, but um, yeah, Mako doesn't care if she's the Avatar. Um, Korra definitely cares if she's the Avatar, and I think that there's this, like, underlying fear that she destroyed the Avatar cycle, and that she's the last Avatar (laughs) ever, and that everything's gonna be terrible. And I don't know why no one mentioned that, because that was the only thing that I was thinking about in this moment. The Avatar can't bend three out of four of the elements, is the
0: avatar cycle done?
1: Mm.
0: It's I that. don't know. It's not yeah. Well we don't get enough time to explore what the, the ramifications, ramifications of, that is. of
1: that.
0: Yeah. So Korra takes off on Naga and she ends up standing by this very tall ledge with a very ominous close up shot of one of her tears making a very long fall off that ledge. Yeah, and <laughs> no. then um like,
1: glowing brightly.
0: Yeah. So it's like a magic tear. Like okay, so it's hard because I don't I don't really know and maybe I need to check out the audio commentary on my DD box set of the show that I have just out of curiosity for this because I don't know if the if Bright had it in mind that maybe she was contemplating suicide but obviously they couldn't really do that explicitly. Yeah. And so maybe that this was this was like their way of saying that, or if this is just like a headcanon or my own interpretation of what we're seeing on screen. But
1: so the internet seems to think, well, um, they, they are in two paths of, of um exactly that either this, this was the last step to her basically giving up all of her, earthly possessions all of her like earthly wiles and because of that because she was going to jump um to commit suicide to basically reset the the avatar cycle with a avatar that is that is whole uh at least that is what Cora thinks um um that is how she unlocks the avatar state and gains the the, the knowledge and all of her bending back, but also p- playing like devil's advocate, she goes to cliffs a lot to cry. It. Yeah, she goes. This is not the first cliff. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true.
1: Uh, yes.
0: so, yeah, and you, uh, you know that might actually be the same cliff she was at in the first episode. It is. She goes off to it Ro- seems Republic like City. it is so the this- first
1: cliff. Yeah. As in, she is. This coming is just to her political. contemplation
0: cliff. Yeah, which, it's the Contemplation Cliff.
1: Which I actually like. So um, I really like that dumb thing of we are going back to where to where we were at at the beginning, but look at how much we've changed and grown. Um, I always like that imagery. Um, and I think that it was really well done here. Um, sh- Also, she mm-hmm. goes to cliffs a lot to cry, uh, but it's your cry place.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at um, at face value, before we, I ultimately end up transitioning into my rant, next rant, but, like, yeah. after Magiteer. this magic tear, I do like this introduction of Aang. Like, if this were paced out better, I'd appreciate this shot more. I just, I like the idea of just Aang chilling in the back. You think it's Tenzin, and then you look up, and yeah. it's Aang. I don't know. I think that's nice. I... Uh,
1: I think that it would have been nice if we saw Aang before this moment helping Korra. Or just little, like, inklings. Or,
0: not even. Of- or I'd, less that for me and more, I just, I wish we saw more of Korra just having to be more uh, thinking about the spiritual side of things. Like oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, granted, I mean- we got some of that, like, in the... The, the flashbacks, so, yeah, the flashback episode we learned about Yakone and stuff. But yeah, I don't know. I would have liked to have seen more of it rather than just magic tear, and then Ang shows up because she's quote at her lowest point where she's open to the mm. greatest change. So mm, and it just it bothers me that she gets her spiritual connections this quickly just because she has a good cry about it and and i don't i'm kind of reducing the the matter i mean at this point in time she thinks she's lost everything that makes her the avatar aka everything that she thinks makes her special and 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 stuff but i just i don't know how earned it feels it feels more like i don't know if she really i don't feel like she did anything to get that spiritual side that she struggled with for so long
1: so that is a good transition to a fan theory that I read oh boy. on the last Airbender subreddit. So um, um I had the same thoughts of first, um, first um I got into this spiral because I because I legitimately Google searched um was Korra trying to kill herself? Um because I I there are some things that this is a kid's show, but there was that speedboat murder. <laughs> and it's like, are they going to do that? And, and also, well, what happens after she like almost kills herself, but then everything's fine. And then like, now she loves Mako. I wasn't happy about that at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, um, but like going back. Uh, uh, so at first I, I thought, Oh, um, um, uh, the way that she unlocked the 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 avatar state was extremely quickly.
0: And uh, yeah, okay. And that, this is really where my primary earned? rant is going to come from. Yeah, this I, I can I can accept tentatively the unlocking of her past lives connections and being able to speed dial them in the same way that Aang was able to speed dial like Roku and stuff. Fine, but um, I. Ah, the idea that on top of that, she also gets the ability to reverse taking away Bendane powers and gets the Avatar state without having to learn how to fucking control it. (laughs) Yeah, whatever. What? Remember, remember last year? Yeah. Remember the original show when the very spiritually inclined Aang struggled with mastering the Avatar state, aka it took the whole freaking show. For him to be able to control it, the whole sixty some episodes to, to also, learn how to use the Avatar State. Also, Remember there that? was a
1: full episode where he had to like give up his love, yeah, for Katara. Yeah. <laughs> but like perving on Makos perfectly fine. What like I which...
0: oh okay so
1: which brings me to this one reddit theory okay so um so uh uh uh, the user email is not optional on reddit says um says um uh, um, from their understanding they have a theory that um that basically throughout the entire series cora was cora was opening the seven chakras just like Ju- just like ang was but it wasn't obvious so um so um the first chakra is the earth chakra which deals with survival and is blocked by fear so in so in um uh, um uh, um the 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 voice in the night basically when um when um uh, um cora breaks breaks down over her fear for amon and and basically admits her fear to tenzin after she finally gets over that that is her unlocking that chakra the second is the water chakra which um which um um that is the that is the pleasure one that is um that is blocked by guilt um which is basically the spirit of competition that whole episode so thank you water chakra for that um next is next is the fire to chakra which deals with will power and is blocked by shame um which um this one seems forced and even they say that it kind of seems forced but um but um they think that like Korra might be ashamed for like insisting to have the pro bending match in and the winner is and basically causing the entire arena to be <laughs> To be taken over by the equalists, um, but also, um, but also she, she's kind of ignoring a lot of the equalist threats to like have fun with her friends instead of doing what like the avatar should be doing. Um, um, um Next, fourth, there is the air chakra, which is in the aftermath. Um, uh, um, which is basically moving past grief um um and with that she 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 like loses she like loses the championship loses to amon and basically loses mako but like she gains friendship in 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 lin and just uh kind of accepts that mako is with it is with asami um from there, there there is the sound chakra, which is which is basically Korra overcoming the lie that she's not a spiritual person when she when she starts going through the visions from Aang. Um, the six is the light chakra, which deals with insight and is blocked with and is blocked with illusion. Um, which um which on this one's a little bit weird but basically they're saying that that like that like Cora figuring out who Amon actually is is just realizing the state that she is in and and like basically by um by um realizing their their past, she can empathize and stop lying to herself about who Aman is and about who she is. Um, and then finally, there is there there is the last thought and chakra that is blocked by earthly attachments. So when she goes to commit suicide, giving up all earthly attachments. Hello. She finally oh God. unlocks that 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 last chakra and masters the avatar state. So <laughs> I want to say this is awesome. But also no. I don't think this is what they were getting at. But I wanted to bring this up because someone would email us about it. But I just I think that it is that it is stretching too much with uh, with um a lot of these things and we actively saw ang making the conscious decision to give up certain things to overcome certain things and and um a lot of these are are stretches i can definitely believe the one about earth about earth chakra when she like shows her fear when she when she accepts her fear and just accepts being, being afraid. But a lot of the other ones are kind of here, kind of there. And I think that, um, and I think that um, the last one, the thought, the, the thought chakra saying that, that by her basically accepting death is is giving up earthly attachments and is positive, is very harmful to people that might be in similar depressive states. And I don't think that it should be taken as positive. I don't think that this user is like, yay, jump. But I, but I think that turning that moment as something positive when, when, when like Ang says it, this is her at her lowest. I think that that can be harmful.
0: Yeah, Um, I I think so too. I think that's not a great portrayal. It's glamorizing. It's glamorizing suicide, which isn't (laughs) cool. Yes,
1: Um, and 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 that's really why I hate what happens after. It just pisses me off. Yeah,
0: because if unfortunately, if yeah, if you interpret it that way, where maybe she was contemplating suicide, like just the imagery can kind of hint at it and like that could just be my own morbid brain or or it could just be deliberate i don't know i don't know what the author intent was but yeah
1: she doesn't even have to be contemplating killing herself she could just be having the worst day of her life and just having the worst just worst cry you you have ever had when when Basically, your entire being has been stripped from you and and you are left bare for nothing.
0: Yeah. And uh, yeah, and it's like I respect the fan theories and stuff. But again, they're yeah, they're kind of stretches. And ultimately, I think these kinds of fan theories are just proof that the writers didn't really do their full job and set some of this stuff up and and set those seeds so that it doesn't feel like a complete wait what how did this happen moment in your final episode yeah I feel I I feel like this is a theory
1: because the way that Aang's was done was well done and very clear and there and there was real explanation behind it and so they are trying to apply the previous rules to the current game when when like before we were playing football but now we're playing Quidditch
0: yeah I don't know it's just it's upsetting that yeah it really just feels like Cora got all this stuff handed to her without really having to put the work in and like it sucks because again the the first couple episodes set it up to make me think that it was going to feel earned at the end because they established the stuff that she needed to learn. She needed to learn how to be patient. She needed to learn that it's not all about fighting head on. She needed to learn that it's okay to be scared. It's okay to express that to the people that you love and care about. You know, all but these all things she did
1: was fight head on.
0: Yeah. It's like, we didn't, I didn't learn anything. It, it felt like she didn't learn anything new. It was like a fight that we could have seen in, We could have the fight with her versus Amon was a fight I could have seen in the first couple episodes of this show, too, without much of a change.
1: It was very lucky that she pushed him out out of a building into the water. It's very lucky that he wasn't completely knocked unconscious and that he could reveal himself as Waterbender. If he drowned there, like like Cora probably wasn't intending, but it's a real possibility. I mean, there would be a lynch mob after her, and just Amon would be a martyr.
0: Yeah, it's. Just, ugh, thanks, it, I hate it. It
1: isn't done with thought, and, and um, and and um, what happens next, fucking sucks. So um, <laughs> I fucking hate it. Okay. Aww. So, um, I remember how she was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the Avatar Mako. I can't. Um, and then she, she, she talks to Aang, um, 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 and, like, uh, Katara tries to pull Mako back, saying it will take time for her to accept what has happened, but By time, I mean like
0: two minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause she comes over and says, I love you too. And she kisses him. And I just wrote, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's, this is, it's just one of those cases where this, where you feel the constraints of the, of it being a mini series at the time, unfortunately, as well. Not just bad innate pacing, but like, well, if, no. man, it makes me wonder, like, what if they knew that they're, that they were going to get greenlit for two more seasons at this point in time. Like, cause if they knew possible ideas that I had as to how to make this better would be. Oh,
1: the season ends and she doesn't have her bending. Yeah. Done. Season
0: ends. She there doesn't have go. her bending. And then you spend season two, maybe part of season three. I don't know. However long you want to take it of her having to really go into this spiritual side of being the avatar at this point, because that's all she has at this point. And as she delves into the spiritual side, she learns how to, Innately gain back her bending powers because she really has to focus on the core of what bending is all about.
1: Oh my god, she goes to the spirit world and and just has to fight all of the like original animals that 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 that, that,
0: like taught people bending, and she has to fight Yue. (laughs) Maybe or not even that. I don't even want to say fight because that. Well, no, like like... I don't. Well,
1: (sighs) overcome challenges. So, um, so, so basically, yeah. or, or, or original Boomy style, where it's I want and I you are you are going on a quest. I want you to learn something,
0: magic, yeah, magic spirit world, something like that. And like this kind could have been a case world. where if you must keep the idea, if she gets her airbending somehow too, you can have her keep the airbending, but still have none of her other bending. And not only does she have to learn how to harness airbending correctly but on top of that she needs to um focus yeah. on the, the spiritual How side, especially so and then i it. feel like and actually i feel like that could transition very well into um the the episodes that you have seen prior to us doing this podcast the first avatar um yes. episodes because that one has to do with the the core of what it means to be the avatar and some of the spiritual sides of things in the spirit world, especially. Um, and that could kind have of tied in. So whenever I am, I am currently rewriting a lot of shit in my mind, which I shouldn't have to do because I'm not a fucking writer, <laughs> but that, that's just I, where my mind wandered off to while I was watching this episode. But
1: yeah, it's just Cora throughout this entire series sees being the avatar as being a symbol of power that punches things. Even when she does airbending for the first time, it is a air punch. She she punches through yeah, problems. It's a punch. And she, yes, and she never has to grow, and she never has to really compartmentalize what what being the avatar is in in this modern day and age. And it's very it. There is a lot there that wasn't explored that that if they focused on just the spiritual side or maybe her helping people out just like normal people and not being so so self-focused because um i'm i'm not even calling her selfish because like things things are happening to her and she's like responding (laughs) to the things that are happening i'd be devastated too (laughs) yeah um but just throughout the entire series and 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 it might just be the like like the difference in the difference in plot difference in writing but but we see Aang being the avatar for the people he like he goes around helping helping people help just like helping them do things uh uh making their lives a little bit better and it and and it would be Nice if we saw more of that because I think that's what the Avatar is supposed to be about. They are they are not just supposed to be protecting everyone, but it's just supposed to be up helping people and just like uplifting people. And I think that that's something that's missing in Korra as a series, not not Cora as a person. I just don't think that she had the opportunity. She actually tried to.
0: The first step But no, that's the thing though. I'm not, I'm not expecting I'm not I just think I mean it's a but I'm not second. I'm not expecting I'm not expecting her. Yeah, but I'm not I'm not expecting Cora's journey to be the same as Aang's. Like and Aang's journey also partially reflects his temperament. Like, I mean he's all about helping people. That's oh, yeah, he's, altru- he's very out altru- a very altruistic person Cora she's a lot more sheltered and a lot of her journey is just learning about the nuances of the world and just all the all the conflict that she's been sheltered away from um how well that's executed is up for debate but that is a lot of what she needs to deal with so as a result it's not necessarily a question of I need to help others because I think that's something that she's innately down to do anyway. Um, and also it's it's a mini series. We remember this was a mini series. So it was supposed to be a very contained story in this case, dealing with uh, a conflict of oppression and discrimination and Cora trying to combat that. How well that was executed again is up for debate, but I don't think it's a, necessarily a story of her needing to be more selfless necessarily. It's more about
1: not even selfless but just from from the very beginning there 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 was a focus on the avatar is the avatar because they're powerful and they can bend a bunch of elements isn't that cool and then um, um um the whole thing was Korra having to not be the best at everything and just having having to learn because she definitely was a what was a prodigy with 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 the three other elements and then just coming into her spiritual side. And I feel like all of that was just left episode three and then just this ending where where like basically they're saying, yeah, so um so um to be the avatar, you need to bend all four elements and be super powerful. Here you go. You're good now. You're still the avatar. It's fine. It, it it's fine, Corey. You don't have to have any bad conversations. It.
0: it yeah, sucks. It, it sucks. It just. Yeah, doesn't feel earned, and it's frustrating. And this yeah, is it's it frustrating when you consider. The, yeah, and again, and, and you factor in that this is a miniseries.
1: Uh, yeah. So well, talking about it being a miniseries now. I am heavily biased, but but Over the Garden Wall is a phenomenal miniseries. Yeah, mini no, series and you you,
0: you that- can do, absolutely, you can do miniseries very well. You just, you have to be really good in the writing department, and no- You have to plan. Yeah, you, you have well, to it's really a plan. plan. Which I, I do believe that these writers did, but I think, I think the writers are too ambitious here. I think they had a lot of plot lines that they wanted to tell them they needed to condense or take yes. something out. I feel like this is a case- where they didn't edit themselves and
1: because of that they like gave us too much too too
0: much breath i don't want
1: all of us would want depth
0: yeah and like my first thought would be cut asami but i'm gonna say no to that just because i think if they really thought about asami more asami could have been the lens that we got for the non-bending perspective but yeah, and they were almost there with that character, at least in the form of her dad, but not so in much the with finale, Asami himself, so. if
1: if mm. if they gave us that finale fight a lot earlier, and then and then just fleshed out Asami d- separate from just yeah, so I'm just gonna hang around Mako, or even have her be yeah, so like Mako's the first boy I've boy I've dated. Yeah, no, this is fine. I'm I'm just gonna go over there. I'm not gonna just 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 like stare at you guys and be sad. And I'm gonna like live li- live life now outside of my dad's shadow and like become my own person or something. Yeah, there, there's a lot of opportunity there, and, and Lynn too. There was a lot of opportunity there, and and it might. It might just be, I, darn, it is, it is really hard because we are basically given 12 episodes to, to, to learn about this very large ensemble cast, but, but a lot of the adult characters that we see for very brief moments of time, they are characterized so well that we know who they are and we care about them. And it and it just so happens that all of them are just related to the past gang that I am <laughs> yeah. thinking of. But 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 like Lin, Tenzin, and Iroh, I mean, they are not supposed to be the focus of the show. Specifically Iroh, who who came in very late. But all of them are are given moments where you really see them and i think that 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 that's the big problem and i think that it doesn't take a lot of time to give people moments like that but i think it's very hard to write those moments really well and i think that 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 they were really ambitious with their plots and 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 they weren't focused on character building the same way they they were with the first series because they had a story to tell and and they had characters there too if that makes sense
0: yeah yeah it's it's definitely disappointing I remember the first time I saw this episode oh just to wrap up real quick uh, and oh yeah Aang, like, Cora, Cora gives back when's um bending the, ending? the with, end. like magic so magic glowy <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, Amon doesn't glow. like yeah, Korra uh,
0: does. Are we ever going to learn about that? Props not. Um, well, it's not. Well, she she went into the she went into the Avatar State to do that. That's why.
1: Well, yeah, but.
0: Because her eyes but, glowed?
1: Yeah, but then how does Amon take away people people's bending without being glowy? Mm. I
0: don't know. He does something with blood bending. Yeah, Korra <laughs> yeah, has glowy hands. In.
1: Also how also so, did she just give herself bending back or did all of no, her past Aang, lives no. give give her the yeah. knowledge to get bending
0: back Aang what? somehow what gave the- Ang somehow gave her back I don't know how that works I I'm trying to think of any instance where like Roku like did something to I mean He kind of, Roku kind of did, well, I mean, because Aang could ride Roku's dragon, but only when he was in the spirit world. Yeah, but didn't Roku, like, flick Aang out of his body once? Or am I just imagining that? I don't remember. I feel like there was a case where, like, Roku might have, like, touched Aang or Aang's forehead or something and gave him, like, a vision of what he's supposed to do, but I might be conflating that with, like, Spirited Away or something. (laughs) I don't know. So.
1: Oh, no, no, no. That definitely happened. That was, uh. That that was the day of the like day of black sun thing. You uh, you have to well um sorry no that wasn't the Sosan's day of black comment. sun thing Sosan's that comment. was Sosen's yeah Sosen's comments that he could tell them about there is something coming that right. is the day of black sun but you have to find it
0: right Sock but the, but that was I'm also hearing. but that was also a special day because it was uh the what, day when you were closest to the spirit world. Right, because it was the solstice. a it was it was a solstice, yeah. So yeah,
1: it was the winter solstice. <sighs> I I no, yeah,
0: one of them. I think it was a winter solstice. <sighs> yeah, man, um, because
1: Sosun's comet also came on the summer solstice, right? Where it was the most powerful.
0: Well, no, that was just that was just I an eclipse. Think, no, it was a okay, but eclipse. Yeah, but I mean, no, 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 that's the day of black sun. Yeah, so you're right, Sozin's comet. I don't know if it was necessarily during the solstice, but it was stirring. things oh my god oh the avatar <laughs> fans hate us I'm like, we promise we're good, at <laughs> we're good we are good. We promise <laughs> honestly i can play solstice and eclipse all the time but anyway uh back to cora i, I think we oh pretty gosh. much said most of what we need to Leslie, say remember when i
1: was like didn't like avatar take take place over like two like 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 two-ish years or something. It's like no, no, it's one it's year, year.
0: Dummy. <laughs> one year. The longest that's the, year that's ever. The whole point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um yeah, definitely disappointed by this oh. ep- final episode. Oh, yeah. Um Len gets her bending I, back. Yeah, yeah Len gets her bending back. And that's how the episode ends. So I'm sure we're gonna have a lot more to talk about that we haven't already talked about um here. In our next episode, where we do not proceed to immediately jump into book two. Instead, we're gonna do what we were doing with Avatar and do a full recap of book one, Air, Legend of Korra. Uh, So, we're gonna do our superlative awards. So, best character, worst character. I'm sure we all know who ours are going to be. I should probably come up with uh, (laughs) runner ups (laughs) right away. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, Best best episode, worst episode.
1: Just can my best character just be Pabu, or or am all
0: right. not allowed to choose Pabu? I don't know. I feel like Pabu is kind of like a given. <laughs> like, come up with okay. some other ones. <laughs> um, okay. Fine. Yeah, and, I you know try. we're gonna do. Yep. Single, and re- of course, yeah, <laughs> yep. <laughs> favorite minor character, least favorite minor character, favorite animal, MVP, all that jazz. So. Mm. If you want to hear us rant some more and honestly talk about the good stuff, because I think this, I don't think this is a horrific season of epic proportions or anything like that. I think it had a lot of good stuff in it, but there's really good things. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's just, it's an imperfect season, but there's a lot of good things amidst the not so good in this season. And honestly, we need to enjoy it while it lasts because we're about to jump into book two and um Wait, book two's book bad two. um well oh. last time I watched it uh I wasn't pleased with it I can say that okay. much ooh
1: does book two get a evil mustache and, and then just start being evil
0: no but what? book two is going to be a very complicated beast and I'm really gonna have to start doing my research for that because um it that's i think that's where a lot of the nickelodeon shenanigans really start to enter the picture a lot more to the point where it's apparent <laughs> so uh yeah it'll be interesting to talk about more too so yeah but to close this out um yeah tune in next time when we re- when we recap all of book one so until then stay flaming